everyone. My name is Hannah, and you're listening to episode 16 of the CPL Podcast. We have an excellent show for you today, including a book review by Christine, a poem by Wendy, a discussion of The Wall That Heals by Ben, What the Fotch, hosted by Mike, Ravi, Dan, and Ben, and Marina introducing Draco and the Malfoys, the featured band. So without any further ado, here's Christine, reviewing one of my favorite books, Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Few classic books have engaged me as much as Pride and Prejudice. Jane Austen's brilliance is truly evident in this, her most famous and most incredible work. I first read this book in 7th grade, and enjoyed it so much that I've reread it several times since. My favorite thing about the book is the way that the main character and her love interest both had to overcome their humongous prides and their prejudices in order to find happiness. The novel is about a young woman named Elizabeth Bennet and her sister Jane. Together, they cope with the trials and tribulations of dealing with their obnoxious mother, trying to knock some sense into their improper younger sisters, and most importantly, trying to find love. When Mr. Bingley comes to town, bringing his sister and his best friend, Mr. Darcy, Mr. Bingley is well-received as a rich, friendly young man who would most likely marry one of the eligible young women of the town. Mr. Darcy is perceived as an arrogant, prideful person who deeply insulted Elizabeth at their first meeting. As the novel progresses, we become aware that Mr. Darcy's attitude towards Elizabeth is beginning to change. Mr. Darcy remarks that it has been some time now since I considered her to be one of the handsomest women of my acquaintance. Then, Mr. Darcy proposes marriage. He tells Elizabeth that she has no money, no connections, and indeed nothing to recommend her to a good marriage. Despite his approach, he expects to be accepted. Instead, Elizabeth promptly turns him down flat. Her beliefs about Darcy have been influenced by the suave and ever-charming Wickham, who has told Elizabeth that Mr. Darcy played an integral part in preventing Wickham from receiving his inheritance. Is it true? Is Mr. Darcy the prideful, arrogant man Elizabeth thinks he is? Perhaps. Or perhaps not. I highly recommend you read this wonderful book and discover the truth about Mr. Darcy. And now, here's a lovely poem by Wendy. Those paper hearts the mainstream emo bands sing about are made out of the cheap 20-pound printer paper from the local staples. 20 pounds means that the paper can only hold 20 pounds of weight before it tears. It's good for words in printed red ink and useless drafts of love poetry to be put in the shredder later. Soon, she will realize she's been buying the wrong stuff. This usually happens when the dismaying discovery is made. Sharpies and Prismacolors bleed right through. And at Michael's, there is the 18 by 18 vellum, the rough 11 by 8 and a half charcoal paper, and the sketchbook of watercolor paper. Personally, I skip over the charcoal paper. Too messy, I hate smudges, the watercolor paper, so accustomed to being soaked with wet pigment and salt for texture that my watercolor skills end up in a splotched mess, looks like Monet puked or something. Then I saw it, I took it home, it was a packet of printed squares with hopping bunny rabbits, and I folded myself a heart shaped like a crane. And now, a discussion of The Wall That Heals by Ben. Hey, what's up? This is Ben, and I'm here to talk about The Wall That Heals. The Wall That Heals is a half-sized replica of the Vietnam Wall located in Washington, D.C. Mr. Ralph Zingarella has been working for two hard, long years with the people from The Wall That Heals to bring it to Cheshire. Over 1,200 students from Cheshire High School have helped to make 612 posters for the servicemen and women that were from Connecticut that died in the Vietnam War. The Wall started its journey to Cheshire in the Connecticut Grand Hotel parking lot in Waterbury, Connecticut. 
From there, it proceeded all the way down Route 10 to Bartland Park, along with police officers from all over Connecticut and over 400 bikers. The wall was then set up at Bartland Park, right across from Cheshire High School, with the help of Cheshire High School volunteers. There will be a student-made documentary on the whole process, and the coverage on the wall will be in the December episode of the 525 Review. More information can be found at wall2cheshire.com. Special thanks to Mr. Ralph Singarella and all the volunteers who helped to make this whole event possible. Hey, I'm Marina and I'm here to introduce Draco and the Malfoys. Draco and the Malfoys is a wizard rock band from Rhode Island. It was started by two brothers, Brian and Bradley. Their songs are based on the views of Draco and his fellow Slytherins and how they feel about Harry Potter and his friends. Their mission is to work to celebrate reading and literature through rock and roll music. They play all over the country in libraries, bookstores, and with their friends Harry and the Potters. Today we have the song My Dad is Rich from their newest album, Party Like You're Evil. So here they are, Draco and the Malfoys. My dad's always there to open all my doors. You have to call a patroness just to catch a glimpse of yours. My mom says she loves me when she tucks me into bed. How's your mommy doing in the mirror of Barrisette? be hearing What the Fotch by Mike, Ravi, Dan, and Ben.
program to present to you. What the fuck? What in God's name keeps these people on the internet? Mike. This is Robbie. Ben. What? The fudge. Yeah. Guess what, everybody? That time of the year is coming up. That's right, everybody's favorite holiday, Christmas! Oh, wait, wait, no, no, not Christmas. Holiday not time, holiday time. Oh, yeah, Christmas. and we, we went over that right in the beginning. But guess what? All is not good in Christmas land. Because those evil, evil Australians are trying to get away with letting Santa not say ho, ho, ho. But what about the... <laughs> Well, I know it's demeaning to women, but you know what? This is going to have a tragic effect on our society. I mean, they're eventually going to have to go and do away with ho-hos. We'll be stuck with just Twinkies now. Just plain old Twinkies. O.J. Simpson. That's right, everybody. Why are you bringing O.J. back, man? What do you do now? Well, you know what? Season 2 of everybody's favorite soap opera is back, baby. OJ season two, baby. I'm getting that on TiVo, yo. Should be a good season. Oh but, yeah. But I mean, why is OJ back in the news? Like, what do you do this time? Oh, nothing too bad, you know. Just um, some robbery and you know all the regular stuff. Oh, what a that guy's a champion. Oh, yeah. He's a winner, a real winner. Yeah. We know who else is a winner? A Texan bird lover who shot a cat because he thought that the cat was going to eat the birds, which were endangered, by the way. So. I mean, Feral cats suck. What? Feral cats suck. They do. They're just quite unnecessary to the environment. I mean, come on. We have enough of them. Yes, and they smell. I'll give you that. They smell. Yeah. Birds are. I don't know. They just kind of chill. They eat yeah, worms. They're bowling. They eat insects and yeah. stuff. They help save the environment. Cats don't. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like you know. I mean, at least turkeys, like an animal like the turkey, they have a use. They can feed I mean? us human beings. Yeah, and, um... You know what? Turkeys, um, oh, well, guess what? What's that? Turkeys love beer. What? Turkeys are a man's bird. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah! Wait, what? How did you figure this out, Robbie? How do you know turkeys love beer so much? Well, a farmer actually was feeding his turkeys beer to plump them up so they're nice and juicy really? for Thanksgiving. And you know what? I think this man should win the Nobel Prize. I wonder if it changes the taste of the turkey. Breaking new ground here. I mean, alcohol and meat? The two greatest things since fire. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure meat came before fire. Well, fudge out and have a good, awesome... Fudge giving. Eat lots of fudgy. <laughs> and fudge berry sauce. <laughs> The CPL Podcast is a project of the Cheshire Public Library, Sarah Klein Morgan, Teen Librarian. Voices on this episode belong to Christine, Wendy, Ben, Mike, Ravi, Dan, Marina, and Draco and the Malfoys. Podcast editorial board members are Mike, Ravi, Wendy, Christine, Ben, and Tyler. For more information about the CPL Podcast and other programs and services of the Cheshire Public Library, visit our website, cheshirelibrary.org teens or email Sarah, the teen librarian, at smorgan at cheshirelibrary.org.